what is music this word comes from muse and in greek mythology there are nine goddesses called muses they are the presiding energy of science arts music painting all about creativity and one of them is the energy of sound and i think you heard sometimes the muse a certain person is in muse means in creative mood and the music is also a meaningful pattern of sound so there are random sounds once we give them a pattern it becomes music so it differs from person to person like i used to travel in the train in india and i woke up in the night and there was a sound of the compartment of the wheels of the engine and gradually i discover a particular rhythm it became such a beautiful music and i fell asleep again so music is not something fixed any pattern of sound becomes meaningful to me becomes music in india it is under nad yoga it is also called sangeet nad means actually vibration all sound all music is nothing else but the vibration so nad means vibration and the flow of the vibration and when we unite with that flow of the vibration we are liberated we are healed we attain full health that is why sometimes we express that person has a sound body and a sound mind sound was used very true because we are nothing else but the flow of the vibration as einstein said everything is energy all energy is vibration all vibrations are sound although only we can hear 2 to 3% of it but in certain state of meditation attention dhyana we become even more aware of those vibrations and that is why nearly all religions they mention one thing eastern religion they mention about om meanwhile abrahamic religion they talk about amen amen even the english word omniscient omnipresent omnipotent 
which is that which are the three attributes of god people who believe in god actually omni which comes from amen which comes from om because the sound and the vibrations are absolutely fundamental so we are sitting here on this screen as individuals what is the difference between jivasu and meera a great or other people because we are vibrating with different frequencies why liver is different from kidney because they are vibrating with different frequency although they are all made up of cells energy fundamentally is the same the cell which emerged 3.8 billion years ago actually is responsible for everything all living form but because they vibrate differently so they become different so idea of music and nad yoga is to discover my original vibration my the the music of my life and why because once we grow up lot is imposed on a child from outside education religions custom tradition which are beautiful because without that we cannot grow in a society and culture but the problem is our own original vibration with which we were born is overshadowed by these external vibrations that is why we suffer that is why we are in conflict that is why we are not contented we are restless dissatisfied so the whole idea of music and nad yoga is to enter into our original music of life and sing that song play that symphony or raga which i brought with myself and it's a very interesting there is a poet from india ravindranath tagore from bengal a very accomplished poet he won nobel prize his poems in gitanjali song offering is the most marvelous poems which i have read still they thrill me he was dying people said sir you accomplished everything you must be a very satisfied man you are dying he said no i just finally tuned the instrument of my life and i was about to sing and that death came what he meant by that that means he truly discovered that music that song or the poetry of life but he didn't have enough time to really express it he reached there but couldn't write about it tell about it actually there is a whole system of music in india is called ravindra sangeet 
after takeover. That is one thing. Second thing, some scientific fact, because we are not going to finish this uh, during this gathering, we will continue next Sunday also. So some scientific fact about sound and music, the perception of the sound appears first when a baby is in the womb. First one. Hearing in the baby, capacity to perceive the sound in the baby appears first. And they are able to differentiate between the voice of mother and father. So we have to be very, very careful when somebody conceived the baby. Any kind of negative sound will create stress. And the most marvelous research is done by Alfred Tomatis, an ENT surgeon. He created an artificial womb. He entered into this womb and transmitted the sound from mother's belly. And what he found, it was so rich in music. Mother's heartbeat. When mother is drinking the water, when mother's intestines are moving, when mother is speaking, when cells are vibrating, it all amplifies. First one to appear and also last one to disappear when we are dying. So if I want to connect to a dying person, I have to connect through a whisper or a sound. That is why it's very important that a dying person must be in a peaceful atmosphere, not noisy, not people are chatting. They are emotionally turbulent because that is going to affect the dying person. Number one. Number two, music and sound are the most powerful methods of meditation. Most powerful. And why? Because sound is physical. All other meditation need our emotions, our thoughts and watching this and watching that. But this is so physical as we will experience next time. Most powerful. Number three. Alfred Tomatis said, our ear is like a battery for the body. Because once we receive the sound, it actually releases energy, this vibration. So our body becomes alert and attentive. Our muscles are tonified. They get more energy. So he said that if you want to energize a person, you induce sound. That is why all over the world, when taxi driver, truck driver, they are driving, what they do, they switch on the music. 
although sometimes it's a non-nuisance for the passenger, but nonetheless, what it does, it keeps them alert. It's a fact of science. And how? I will explain. But first of all, ear, they are the battery of the body. And also, ear are receptive in comparison of eyes. If I'm looking at some person, staring that person, what that person will feel? Offended. But if I'm listening to some person, I'm bringing my ears close to that person, person will be very happy. That means I'm paying attention to that person. So the quality of hearing is feminine, receptive, more attention, more alert. But when I stare at someone, it is offensive. That is why Aboriginal Indians always said, if you want to offend someone, you stare. If you want to bring that in your love sphere, you take your ear towards them. Because ear is receptacle, eyes, they protrude outside the socket. Meanwhile, ear goes in. And the last one is sound is the only one which activates the whole brain in comparison of seeing, touching, tasting, and smelling. Sound is the only one. So from the very base part of the brain, lowest part of the brain to the highest part of the brain, whole brain is activated, stimulated, energized. That is why it is so useful in lot of mental conditions, including in Alzheimer, dementia. These people, they forget about everything, but they remember the music, which they heard when they were young, before they became demented. Oliver Sacks was a neurologist from England and he wrote a beautiful book, Musicophilia. And that is what he noticed that a piano player who lost all memory became, was in vegetative state. Once he was listening to the music, suddenly something happened quite extraordinary. He became alert, attentive. His smile was bursting through his lips. And not only that, piano was given to him and he started playing a perfect piano because it was all embedded deep into memory because the music and sound go into the very depth of our body and That is why they are the most simple but most powerful meditation. And also the quality of sound is it 
relaxes and it energizes. Because certain meditation, when you will do, you will become very sleepy, tired, eyes will close, muscle will be too relaxed, you can't sit, feel lazy. Effect of music and sound is actually balancing. On one side, you are alert because of the stimulation of the lower part of the brain, which goes to the top. And you are relaxed because it stimulates vagus nerve in the body. Vagus nerve relaxes us. It also increases immunity. So if you are suffering from low, lower immunity, one of the ways to, to stimulate vagus nerve, which is responsible for immunity of the body, mainly music and sound will do. Those are some of the fundamentals fact about music and sound. But music and sound ultimately is a total rebellion. It is a total revolution. That is what I really want to talk. Liberation means when I'm growing, going to break the shackles of the past, slavery to the rules, to the conditioning, to the traditions and customs, because they are taking away my freedom. So liberation means first liberation, liberation in this world. So there are various levels of liberation, but let's talk a little bit about liberation in the external world. So if you go into Afro-American music, so whether it's in Africa or United States or elsewhere, from slave songs to hip hop, all the music, including jazz, is nothing else but liberation, freedom from the slavery, breaking the chains, breaking the shackles. So what they used, sometimes even pots and pans and knives and fork and spoons. And when nothing was left, they were beating their body. And also I heard in my childhood this kind of music during Muharram. This is a drum. But it was in Afro-American culture, the liberation from that slavery. And when they were beating their body, it is called slapping juba, J-U-B-A. That is a name for it. Because they were not left with anything, but still they decided they are going to do it. The same thing happened 
in aboriginal cultures all over the world same thing happened in india when priesthood was take, taking over when all kinds of complicated scholarships and philosophies were were taking over the people and the people who were not fully educated they couldn't understand all that is spirituality then came bhakti movement of chaitanya mahaprabhu in india chaitanya himself was a great pandit great scholar master of many things but he was the one who initiated bhakti bhakti means devotion and for devotion you have to break all the rules whatever comes in your heart you express it you sing it you play it and what is called iskon iskon was a movement in west hari krishna movement was inspired by chaitanya so the first function of the music and sound is liberation outside that is why when we fall in love what happens we start singing we start writing poetry we become interested in music because music goes into the very depth of heart still i remember in my medical school one of my class fellow fell in love and he never sang a song he didn't like music he never wrote poetry but my goodness within a month he was transformed he was singing he was writing i said what happened to you you are a nerd because that is what happens love is nothing else but a rebellion and revolution in fact there is a hindi song which says if you are in love you will sing a song har dil jo pyar karega wo gana gayega you can't resist it all love without exception is a rebellion against established pattern of culture and society because it goes right into the heart meanwhile we are controlled by the mind which comes from outside same thing happened with meera meera few hundred years ago she was a queen but she fell in love with krishna the picture of krishna it was a rajput culture she was not supposed to fall in love with anyone else including a picture beside her husband but it was a total revolt total rebellion and what she was doing with her single string instrument she was singing and dancing on the street of rajasthan and later on up northern part of india heri mai to prem diwani mera dard na jaane koi that i am mad in love but nobody can understand my 
pain. That was Mira. So liberation outside in the world, liberation inside me. And then what happens through this music and sound, we reach to a point where the inherent, innate, natural music and sound in us are activated. So the whole purpose of music and sound and Nad Yoga is not to continue to listen, to entertain, to feel relaxed. It is to activate what is present already in my body, in all living things, in whole of the universe. That mother music, that mother sound, and we carry that original vibration in us. And what will happen if I discover that? I will discover myself, my soul, my atma, my authentic self, my natural self, the music of my life. Then my life will become the music. So beautifully said by Walt Whitman in his marvelous book, Leaves of Grass. I celebrate myself. I sing to myself. And that singing doesn't happen loudly because that is the beauty because this singing is going on all the time. It becomes the drone of life. So if you ever listen to the Indian music, South Asian music, there is a drone. Drone is a continuous sound on the background against which various ragas, semi-classical music is played. That drone is the mother vibration, mother sound, the source. Against that, whole drama of the life will go on. But the beauty is once I discover that drone, all life become musical. Sometimes there is a dark note of suffering, sometimes bright note of joy and rapture. But nonetheless, there will be a tranquility of the throne. That is the point of total transformation. So the goal of music and sound is to become free in this external world from any kind of slavery, becoming free in my own mind from all those stifling traditions, customs, culture, and finally discovering original vibration and ultimately going to the mother vibration. Thank you.